As a person with a very deep voice, I'm hired all the time for advertising campaigns. But a deep voice doesn't sell B2B. And advertising on the wrong platform doesn't sell B2B either. That's why if you're a B2B marketer, you should use LinkedIn ads. LinkedIn has the targeting capabilities to help you reach the world's largest professional audience. That's right. Over 70 million decision makers all in one place. All the big wigs, then medium wigs. Also small wigs who are on the path to becoming big wigs. Okay, that's enough about wigs. LinkedIn ads allows you to focus on getting your B2B message to the right people. So, does that mean you should use ads on LinkedIn instead of hiring me, the man with the deepest voice in the world? Yes. Yes, it does. Get started today and see why LinkedIn is the place to be to be. We'll even give you a $100 credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash results to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash results. Terms and conditions apply. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Okay, the word is out. They're gonna talk about the VOD and the silver screen. Broadcasting from the lush but not lavish studios located in the basement of the O'Keefe Institute for Advanced Film Snarkitude, this is Real Spoilers, episode 728, Knock at the Cabin Door at the End of the World. That's right. Yeah. That's right. So, it's kind of a long title, but I like it. Yeah. <laughs> it's like that Jonathan Winters movie was was like, uh, Dear Dad, Poor Dad, Mom Left You in the Closet and I'm So Sad. I- Yep, oh. I've never heard of that in my life. That's a thing. I, I believe it. That's an old timey reference. Right it is there. an old timey reference. It like, how old is? I mean, Jonathan Winters was a thing. I guess he was a thing in forever ago. Well, see, Joe. Here's the thing: you're old now, whether you <laughs> realize it or not. So the stuff you thought was old when you were young is really, it's really old. old. Yes. <laughs> Here it is. Oh, dad, poor dad. Mama's hung you in the closet, and I'm feeling so sad. Oh, where would I know Jonathan Winters from? Though, like, was he on a TV show when well, I he was been a on kid? Mork and Mindy. No. He was Mirth. He was Mork and Mindy's baby. <laughs> because What year did that come out? That would have the been early 80s? the early 80s. Yeah. yeah like 82-ish, I guess. And he was just in the last season. They brought him in to try and pump up ratings. Because if there's anything Kids of America were clamoring for in 1982, <laughs> Jonathan it was Jonathan Winters. But um, Was he in some Muppet stuff? I don't think I remember seeing him in Muppet stuff. But... Hmm. Uh, but Robin Williams was always kind of considered a modern day Jonathan Winters because okay. he was, you know, very manic. He was in 
uh, um, it's a mad, mad, mad. Sure, mad sure, world. sure. That's a given. Yeah, I think everybody was. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, <laughs> anybody who was. But that I think that was his first movie. Oh, okay. And okay. and and he like stole the movie because he he's the the guy who tears apart the gas station. Yeah. That uh, yeah. The, but that was like I'm pretty sure that was his oh, that's first crazy. role. If okay. not as you know, but he had done a lot of TV stuff. Yeah. But yeah, it was this movie came out in. Let's see, it's based on a play from '62. When did this? '67 oh. is when the play came out. Oh, it's based on the 1962. Oh, Dad, poor Dad, Mama's hung you in the closet, and I'm feeling so sad. A pseudo classical tragic farce <laughs> in a bastard French tradition. All right, I think that should tell you all you need to know about the uh, whatever yes. that is. And all I know about this movie is when I used to go to the video store. It was on the shelf, and I was just like, what the hell is that? <laughs> and the cover was like him on a swing set. Okay. And I was There just, are so many movies yeah. now that like I've never seen, but I know the poster from the video store. Uh, yep. Yeah. From there's looking a at lot. the covers. Yep. There's a lot that uh, that I could pick out. There's like movies that I would also would never watch because like, 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 they were too bring scary. Up a movie. You bring up a movie title or something, and even if I haven't seen it, I'll be like, oh, yeah, I know what that looks like because of, I mean, so not in the past 10, 15 years, but you're talking about 80s, 90s, early aughts. VHS boom, for sure. Yeah. So uh, I guess we should uh, go around the table and introduce ourselves. This is Joe. This is Kevin. And this is Tom. Kevin's from an undisclosed location (laughs) this week. You'll never find out, figure out where I am. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Just going to give your address. (laughs) So, I don't know what. Oh, shameless plugs. Don't forget, we're available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeart, TuneIn, wherever you find a podcast, you can find us. While you're there, be sure and follow us so you never miss an episode. Maybe leave us a review. That's always helpful. You can also find us on Facebook, facebook.com slash real spoilers. While you're there, like the page, join the group. It's called the League of Show Sharers because we're hoping you'll share an episode. It's the easiest thing you can do to help us out. And uh, people who were kind enough to share an episode last week include. Gabriel Lugo, Julianne Jordan, Chris Valls, Travis Tewitt, Chris Magicman, Glenn Cougar, Mellon Brewer, Ralph Tribble, Tammy Lynn Powers, Betts, Heather Sachs, Brent Smith, Christopher Rex, Josh Rosen, Cinema Recall, The Real Pete, Batman, Rye Guy, Spoiler Piece Theater, Dissect That Film, David Rojas, Invasion of the Remake, Chris Williams, Mike Mike and Oscar, Geek to Me Radio, Binge Movies, Matt Naglia, Ronnie Castle, In Session Film, Nostalgia Cast, Feel and Film, and Ryan Terry. So thank you very much. We greatly appreciate it. Thanks, guys. Finally, don't forget, we do have a Patreon where for five bucks a month, you can get all sorts of bonus content and you help us out and we like you a little extra. So, And the new one's coming. It's a battle for the ages. It's The war has raged on between those who like and dislike Halloween ends and... Joe and Matt are finally going it's to put it. an end to the debate. We will. Yeah, we put an end, well, until next year. Which one of you dislikes it? Come on. What? It's not me. Okay. Yeah. Then, <laughs> then Matt wins. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even need to lose. Listen, Matt wins. So uh, there's all that. I guess let's dig in, shall we? Knock at the cabin door at the end of the world. Like, so I, the there, book you know is, there's no door in the title, even though you always say door at the end. I thought there was a trailer no. that had door oh. in it. Oh, oh. Like, I always thought it was it, Knock at the Cabin. I th- could have swore at some point there was a trailer that said Knock at the Cabin Door. It is funny because, so I saw this at the Alamo Draft House. Oh, fancy. How is it? Those. It's great. Uh, okay. It's super easy to get to. Uh, it's the, their, their, their big show was 
super impressive. Like everything, it was it was a great experience. Uh, now the staff that's the, was what great. they call their large screen. They're a bit, yeah, this theater eight is the okay. is the large the large theater. It was a, it was a really good experience. Um, hopefully they stick around. <laughs> that's really the they're not in the greatest of locations. Did you stop by IKEA for Swedish meatballs? I did not. No, no. Oh, okay. I that's also where I work. So it's like cool at IKEA. You work at IKEA? I do. Yes. Trust me, it feels that way sometimes. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, I was like cool. Now I'm just driving to work and to So go you know this. how to put together the schnarf and flurn and Oh, well, yeah, I you got to have that. Yeah. I think that's a slur. <laughs> you just stumbled into a Swedish slur. You, you didn't know it. Depends on how you say it, though. Yeah, right. it, you put the wrong inflection on the wrong it syllable. Was, it was very offensive to Belgians. <laughs> the Swedes and the Belgians, they call them Belgies. I don't know if we can say that. I don't know if but we can say if, that. If this ever airs in Belgium, I think I could get in a lot of trouble. I'd probably cancel in Belgium now because <laughs> I said Belgi. They say Belgies, but They're, you're not white enough. Right. Yeah, we live yeah. stream to Belgium, so they've <laughs> yeah. already canceled you. Oh, damn it. But I will Just say, Belgium. like, they, they play, like, the, the thing can I that I other like, waffles? Absolutely. Okay. Well, yeah, you, you got to make them yourself, though. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. I wouldn't want, I mean, I wouldn't want to eat them now that they know I call them Belgies. Yeah, don't do yeah. that. Yeah. No, you, I'll tell you what, let me make that. Okay. Yeah. Yes. I'll, I'll, <laughs> yeah. I'll, I'll make my own. Thank you very yeah. much. I don't want the whipped cream because <laughs> God only knows what you're mixing in. Just bad. Why yes. does this taste like bleach? <laughs> so, what I like about the Draft House is there's no ads. They don't do ads. Oh. It's all just like no Maria Menounos. No Maria Menounos. Oh. No nothing. But they do things that are. That's why it costs seventy five dollars <laughs> to see a movie there. <laughs> Cost me right. twenty bucks a month, one a day. Oh, they play old trailers. They right? not even old trailers, but they play things that like play into the movie. So mm. like they they played the uh, the robot chicken M Night Shyamalan skit, which is just him, that's fun. Which is just him like things happen in his life that are completely normal. He's like, what a twist. Um, <laughs> But they play like the song that gets played in this movie. They played that music video. Yeah, and I was like, "Well, that's weird." Put on your dancing. Yeah, because until you see the movie, <laughs> it doesn't make any you sense. You don't understand why they're doing that. Yeah. Uh, but it was a. It's a. It's if you have one close to you uh, or in your city, you already know this. But go like that. They're a great theater. Should I be expecting a check in the mail? Or? I would hope so. I pay them twenty okay. bucks a month anyway. So <laughs> great. Um, and how many movies does that get you? One a day. One a day. Oh, one okay. a day. And that, yeah. I was like, hey, man, that's, a, that's you pay, really you, solid. You pay two bucks in like taxes. Yeah. It's like done. Yeah. Done. They're going to. Oh, you cover the taxes. That's you cover the taxes, but like okay. it's only two bucks where they gig you is the food. Well, yeah. That's where they get you. But that's I will say. All the movie theaters. That's also true. Like that. they, right. didn't, they didn't invent they discovered <laughs> that business, business model. model. They just give you better, better food. They charge you $12 per popcorn. Kernel. Per bucket. Per corn that's been popped. One kernel. Yes. Yeah. Man, I ate my popcorn. You guys will be glad to know I ate it early at this one. It was all done. I'm like, I wish I had more popcorn. <laughs> I, I will tell you, at the draft house, it's endless popcorn. Yeah, but yeah. that's always a scam. Who's getting up? That's also in the middle of a movie. To nobody, nobody, right. nobody. I could get because one they're refill, coming to but you. I don't even want to get up because oh, I'm like, oh, this is a nice Shyamalan movie. There's gotta, gonna be a twist. You, well. you push the little button. Here comes your waiter. Okay, and they yeah. take your popcorn and they bring it back to you. It's that's funny, cool. like all the other theaters in town switched to that, and then COVID <laughs> killed it, and now we've got all these buttons that do nothing. <laughs> nothing. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Um, I gotta tell you, I thought this was great. I like this movie. I thought it was really like there's 
it's very different from the book, the ending. Yes. Like, so I'm currently reading the book. I just li- finished listening the book. to the book. Yeah, I just finished they just, the book. They just Spoilers. described Leonard for the first time. I was like, well. Oh, you're very early. Yeah, yeah. You're I, like I, on page three. I just, I'm on chapter two. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But I will say. Well, uh, the first gonna... <laughs> 45 minutes of this movie are practically verbatim. Yep. To the book, yep. like you could, like you could probably skip ahead about two hundred oh, really? pages, and you'll be fine. <laughs> and then you'll be like, "Oh, hmm. this is new." Yeah, like in t- until they basically up until they kill Redmond. Okay, then everything starts to change. Okay, and I understand why they made the changes they did. Some of them I like, some of them I don't. Okay, but we shall we shall get we that. shall we shall. So, but yeah, this is it's it is not your typical M Night flick. Yeah. And we, um, you know, we should say because you referenced the Leonard character who's yes. played oh, by sure. Dave Batista, <laughs> and we should say that wasn't just let's put Dave Batista in a movie. If you read the book, <laughs> that guy is describing Dave Batista. Yeah, right, like, right, right. I mean, the character of Leonard is they. I mean, they call him I like when a, when like, looks says he looks like a bear. Yeah, they, I mean, they yeah. say. I think at one point they say he's like a human wall. Yeah, I mean, they, I mean, he is he is in the book described <laughs> as just a massive. Like not fat, but like just massive wall of muscle. It's also yeah. I think this is the. It's funny because when that guy was a wrestler, you know, he had a his persona was just like this animal, basically. Right. Like he would tear through everybody. If you say so, I do. Um, and I don't think we've ever actually tear through seen... everybody like Thai food. <laughs> That's exactly right. Yeah. <laughs> no problem. Um, but we've never seen him. I don't think be like intimidating. In a movie, he's I don't always know. kind of Blade Runner twenty forty nine. I was thinking that one. That when he, what, dude, he was in a Bond movie where he's beating the living the Bond. Yeah, movie, but he's yeah. not like breaking through doors. Like that scene in this one where he shoulder blocks that door. Yeah, and I'm just like, that's Dave. Oh, wait like, a minute. What about when he played Tong Po in Kickboxer Vengeance? Well, we don't talk about those movies. Like everybody has to <laughs> okay. start somewhere, Kevin. Okay. <laughs> and <laughs> sounds I, like I, he might kick something. I don't. He, know. I, I think. Yeah, I don't. I've never seen that. Oh, yeah, I, and I, my guess is, just based on the title, it was a box. <laughs> yeah. He kicked a box. A box. One yes. box. Oh, is that what that means? Yeah. yeah. Kickboxer. When you're kickboxer, it's right in the title, boxes. Kevin. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Connect the dots. He's kicking he was in. He was in The Scorpion King 3. He was. Because they were like, so, oh, we got to have a wrestler with, in this. With Lou Ferrigno, I think. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So, and then he was in the kickboxer movie. Yep. He was in... L.A. Slasher. I don't even know. No idea drug what that dealer is. number one. So that just sounds <laughs> like he was standing number one. <laughs> in the back somewhere. There was another one on here, The Warrior's Gate. Like some of these, I've never he, even heard of. He, the, he actually took a very different approach than I think most wrestlers trying to make that jump did. Where he was like, "I'm just going to do things and just try to learn, like learn as much as mm-hmm. I can from different directors and like the process." And I, I think I said in something else that we had seen him in, maybe it was Blade Runner, where I was like, I think he's the best act wrestler turned actor because he's doing different stuff. Right. You know, like The Rock is, he's got a set thing. The Rock just does The Rock. That's exactly right. It. Like, I mean, I guess there's been a couple movies like that uh, Get Shorty sequel, but. That's true. Be cool. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thank you. I'll try. <laughs> um, game. Yeah. But by and large. He's just doing the rock. The thing. rock has his set. He's got one setting, and it's the rock. Where I feel like Batista is all over the place. Yeah, he's and doing not, different things, and not yeah. in a bad way. Yeah. Right? There's I, something about his performances to where you're right, Joe. Like when you look at when you watch Blade Runner 2049, he's got these nuanced 
actions. He just, he, you know, there is depth to his characters. There is that nuance to where it's like, yeah, this guy's really trying to do something different. He's yeah. not just trying yeah. to be action star. He's, right. you know, he's tapping into these things in the character. And so it does come across on, on these different roles. And, and I agree. He's one of the better actor or wrestler turn actors for sure. Wow. Yeah. Like in this movie, I feel like Leonard is very much aware that he's a scary looking mf'er. Yes, and he's yeah. and he's doing and he spent his life doing everything he can to not scare people. Right, and now he's in a situation where he's gotta he's gotta scare people, <laughs> but he doesn't want to scare people. Yeah, and he also knows that scaring them is not the way to get what what he wants. Right, right. Yeah, and I I wonder if that's a of mice and men reference. It is interesting. Leonard and he's huge because oh, the, could be. the way he's talking though. You know, it, it's tough. If you're listening to this and you haven't seen the movie, don't ex- go into it without expecting a twist because there isn't. Right. There yeah. is no twist. And I think that has kind of been the backlash. I think that's kind of why people haven't liked it. It's the backlash Shyamalan always gets. Is they're like, be, the, they, there either isn't a twist and then they're mad that there isn't a twist <laughs> or there's a twist and then there's mad because they didn't like the twist. Right. Or, he pigeonholed himself. Yeah. Up. He, when he made it that's his true. brand, it's not like people... When you make 10 of them in a row and they all have twists, <laughs> like, it's just hard not to explain. You know, I feel like a lot of those post-Sixth Sense movies didn't necessarily have twists. They had reveals. Yeah. And because people were seeing it post-Sixth Sense, they were like... What's the twist? What's the twist? And they're they're confusing a reveal with a twist. Like I don't. Well, the feel village is a twist. The, the village a is a twist. Yes. Yeah. Unbreakable's but, a reveal. Uh, but Unbreakable's a reveal. Signs is, I guess, a reveal. I mean, I don't think Signs really has a twist. Uh, no, I think it's the water. It's, it's just the water. It's the water. It's not like Mel expect, Gibson was yeah. an alien the whole time <laughs> no, or something. Right. You know what I mean, and so what a twist. And so yeah, so like I feel like, but people would then call it the twist right. when it wasn't. Like it wasn't even trying to be a twist. Like, like I said, Unbreakable to me isn't a twist; it's a reveal. Yeah. But people walked out going, "Well, I mean, I like the twist, but it wasn't as good as the Sixth Sense." Well, that's because it wasn't a twist, right? <laughs> sure. It's because the the story revealed something to you. No, that Unbreakable has a twist. The Mister Glass is the one that caused it all. Yeah, yeah I just, but that's a reveal. I just never saw that uh, as a twist. I saw it as a reveal. I think. I mean, but you like, wouldn't think the guy that's helping you is the one that actually caused it. Like to me, that's a twist because you don't expect that i mean it's twist adjacent it's yeah, yeah I, okay. I don't think it's on the same level of he's of the, been dead the entire time right. or but, but I mean, and i think I, that's I, why I still, people some people were disappointed with that movie yeah. in real time like people walked out of that movie going well it's not as good as the sixth sense and right. those people are wrong <laughs> <laughs> they are because unbreakable is great unbreakable is great fantastic like movie. i hate the next two but unbreakable I, I feel did i not like i liked signs no, I meant in this in the Unbreakable. Oh trilogy. no, yeah, that's yeah. Fair. I didn't like Split and Glass was all Glass was terrible. But well, they, I mean, to do those in a, the the James McAvoy character in modern time, and then the third one came out, and it's even more things have become progressively, <laughs> yeah, more 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 unacceptable. Sure. Unacceptable, yes. <laughs> so. But but Unbreakable is great. Yes, like Unbreakable yeah. might be his best movie. Uh, it is. I in the discussion. it might be. Yeah, like, I just think it, it, yeah. But but my point is is that people walked out of that, I think, calling it a twist when I don't think it was really intended to be a twist as much as a reveal. Sure. And then peop and then people were kinda like, eh. <laughs> you know, even though it was so, a hit, they were like, eh. and then I think people warmed up to it later. Yeah. But 
like I enjoyed this movie, and I know you guys really enjoyed it. I, I, it's not that I hated it or anything, and I'm fine if there's not a twist. That's totally fine. But if there's not a twist, then I'm kind of like, what were they doing? It just to yeah. me, like I watched the movie. It's fine. They laid it out. What they said would happen happens exactly. And I, think and I'm just like, okay. The reason, I, like, it sounds like Joe loved it. I liked it, and you didn't like it. And my guess is the reason I didn't love it is the reason you didn't like it. <laughs> okay. It is, okay. is my guess because and we'll get there, but the this, the way it ends, I have. It just doesn't do anything to really challenge you, right? right? Like yeah. you're, we're watching this movie and they, they, I mean, they said, they say everything from the get go. I mean, it's fine if you set things up, but like they don't, they're not trying to be clever about it. They're not trying yeah. to really sugarcoat or hide anything. They're like, this is going to be really hard. I'm really sorry for what you have to do. And then, okay, you guys are going to have to make this choice. And if you don't, plagues are going to unleash and we're going to kill someone. Okay, we're going to keep doing it. Oh, and like, and I know they try to put that mystery, like, are these people crazy or is it real? But like, the movie to me didn't really lead me to question. Oh, well, see, I think I was, I, I was on the, I, I was on the side of not Kristoff. The other, yeah. the other dad, King George. Yeah, is is that who he is? Yeah, that's King George. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Jonathan Groff. Oh no, that's Kristoff. Oh, Jonathan Groff, King George. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. Okay. Okay. The he other... looks like a young Ryan O'Neill. Oh, I could see that. the whole time I was yeah. like, not yeah. Ryan O'Neill. Yeah, but the other dad. Yeah, it, Andrew. where he Andrew, Daddy Andrew. Yeah, where he is. Is he your daddy? <laughs> hey now, sounds a little weird when hey. you say. I mean, oh. you do you. Yeah. Uh, but he Just don't call him Zaddy. <laughs> what does that mean? Which one's that? It's a, the, it's a millennial thing, I think. It's a means like a like a sexy older gay oh. man. I watched Daddy Pedro Pascal on oh. SNL last night. That was pretty funny. Yeah, he's kind of leaned into that, which I think is there's pretty a great. whole there's a whole skit about it too. Because yeah, because yeah, he knows that people make all these TikToks and stuff and call sure, him Daddy. Sure, he'll even say it. He'll be like, "I'm your Daddy." Like he'll talk like that into like um, interviews and stuff. It's really funny. That's but, pretty good. But yeah. I think. It, I was I was kind of leaning towards his side where he's just like, this is insane. Yeah. Like, if, look, look. If this were happening, I would be Andrew. I, I'd be the guy picking <laughs> it apart where he's like, absolutely. Well, this, this sh- yeah, this show, this the news isn't happening not in real time. The news was is reporting something that happened an hour ago. So, like, it's like it didn't happen. And he's looking yeah. at his watch the whole time. Yeah. And you got your head busted in. Yeah, like, no, I, I think it's great. And I love that they have the two different characters to where one is really questioning this. Andrew is a lawyer. So he has that kind of mind. He's trying to pick things apart. And Eric, who played by Jonathan Groff, is not that he... Not that he's on the other side where he totally believes it, but he's more open to it. And and and, and they, you know they give him the injury, which also makes you question. And is the, he? I will say in the book they play up two things a little bit more. They play. I feel like they play up the head injury more. Okay. So mm-hmm. he's much more concussed in the. He does yeah. bang his head real hard. Yeah, but ground. I feel like they really lean into that more. Like you, you are never not aware of the fact of how kind of loopy yeah. he is in the book. Okay. Um. The other thing in in the book that I feel like the movie shows you but doesn't really show you as much is that he grew up Catholic. That's what I thought. And so he like he so he's kind of got that believing Believe, this sort of stuff right. baked, sure. baked into his to his DNA. And so so like it's a lot easier for him to kind of revert to plagues like, and into the world. Not that Catholics believe. I mean, they believe it in the uh, abstract, but that, but I mean, they're not Old Testament, but they're not like cult. It's not like a cult. I don't think so. I should 
probably cover my face when I do it on the yeah. camera. <laughs> well, I just mean the average Catholics I deal That's with. That's fair. They're, they're not like, oh, no, the rapture's going to happen tomorrow. Sure, sure, in sure. In the way that a lot of evangelicals <laughs> not can Kirk be. Cameron. Right. But yeah. I don't want to rewrite their movie for them or anything, but as I'm watching this film and having not read the book before, I think what would have been more interesting to me as a viewer and being challenged with some of these things would be if they start killing themselves off and then nothing happens and then the remaining ones have to deal with the, well, am I crazy or like, did I just murder these people? Like, I just want something a little more. The book. Ah, you can go and go. It's okay. So the the book does two things differently, the, and the 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 second biggest change the book makes is it doesn't answer the question. Okay, and like this is yeah. this is I think ultimately the the biggest flaw of the film, and that it it picks a side. Oh, like sure. it, yeah. it tells you flat out that the that these people. Are telling the truth and that the world is about to end, right? Like, it, and it makes it less interesting. And it makes it less interesting because because of you're it. like, and okay, like, so it's a supernatural thing and it happens. Right. Okay, we've seen lots of supernatural movies, but but yeah. I don't. And the book doesn't pick a winner. It doesn't pick uh, a side. So it that's, yeah. And so it 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 dances around it to even at the even at the climax of the book, it it dances around it and. So the top's still spinning, and you have to decide. You have to decide whether yeah. or not they they make any anyone in this story is making the right choice. Okay, and so that's much better. And so, like the the book, there's a point in the book in the movie where it pivots away from the book, which is the biggest change. Okay, which I totally get. So I'm gonna ruin the I book. No, it's your good. Too. Yeah, I'm you're gonna ruin the book for people. So after they kill Redmond. Andrew oh. Andrew makes a break like they they um Eric and Wynn distract the That's the other great. three and and Andrew goes out to get the gun when so it's so when Andrew comes back in with the gun him and Leonard wrestle over the gun and the gun goes off and he kills Wynn oh Yes, and so which is a huge change. It's a huge change, which I get why they did. Makes sense because I was dreading going to see this movie because I'm like, oh, I don't want to watch it. It's better <laughs> no. to read a story and, and about she, an eight-year-old girl getting an killed. I know she's technically seven, but yeah, child yeah. actor that I think is she is great. Yeah, she's really good. I thought so too. Yeah, and so he kills her, and oh then it spins out, God. and so because then I think it's Sabrina. That's the that's the gal with the son. No, or that's is that the nurse. That's Adrian. Okay, okay. So, so Sab- the nurse, I, and I might be getting them mixed up, but I think it's Sabrina. Um, no, Adrian lunges at Eric. Sorry, Andrew, and then Andrew shoots and kills her. Okay, and then and so she, so they never actually have a, a second ritual killing. It was gonna be her, but then it, but then he kills her instead. Okay, and so um, and so then Sabrina like starts to have a crisis of conscious conscience where she's just like this girl's dead like and and Leonard like promises the girl like look the the parents have to make this choice and I hope people have seen the movie because we've never gone into what the choice is yeah right but uh but the parents have to make this choice like you three have to make this choice mm-hmm. about who's going to will- willingly sacrifice themselves but he's like but obviously they're not going to choose you 
Like no talking. Oh, talking, talking, talking to, to win. win. He's like sure, the, sure, sure. the your parents aren't going to choose you. Like nobody's going to choose their own child. Like and and even if one of them was that bad, the other one wouldn't be. Right. Right. So like like you're safe. This is really going to come down to which of your which of the parents right. are going to die. Yeah. And and so then she gets killed. Oh boy. Yeah. And then and then Leonard's doesn't like, even count. And it doesn't count oh, because God. it wasn't willingly. Right, like they all an have, accident. They all have to agree, and then they have to do it themselves. And Andrew's like, "I didn't pull the trigger. Leonard pulled it. Leonard grabbed my hand, and the gun went off. I so so like it doesn't on any level uh, count towards preventing. Now that is a twist. It's very bleak. <laughs> yeah. It's a it's a very like, the book is much more bleak. Is bleak as this movie can be. Yeah, the book is even more bleak. And so then Sabrina. And I th- I think I remember which one died, but then Sabrina ends up they they tie Leonard to a chair. Yep. And then Sabrina kills Leonard. Okay. And then Sabrina's like, I will help you get back to the truck because they're both too weak to get back to the truck. Eric has his head injury. Andrew still had his knee cracked and messed the, up. Yeah. Messed up at the at going out to the SUV. Yeah. And so and Sabrina atta- Sabrina's the one that attacks him at the SUV. Yeah, because Adrian's yeah. still inside the yeah. nurse. Yeah. yeah, and then Sab- Sabrina is going to help them get to their truck where they've hidden their keys because she knows where they buried their keys. Oh, okay. and then and then she gets them to the keys and she kills herself. Okay, she, she and like she kind of keeps toggling in and out of like she's kind of being taken over. Well, by... there is there are moments in this movie though, right? Like yeah. when they when the time is up for them, they, they all four of them kind of go into a trance except for the person being sacrificed. Right. And then once that person is dead, you know, like Leonard goes and throws up or, or yeah. Sabrina gets weak in the legs and they all come kind of snapping back, which I thought was kind of a cool yeah. little gimmick in, yeah. the, in the movie, at least. So, so and- there's a very small cast. So I think we should just say, so Jonathan Groff is Eric, Ben Aldridge is Andrew. Kristen Q is when Dave Batista is Leonard. Nikki Amuka Bird is Sabrina. She was on Luther. That's where I recognize her from. She was on like okay. the second or third season of Luther. Yeah. Abby Quinn is Adrian, and Rupert Grint, who you know is Ron Weasley from Harry Potter, is Redmond. And he's is he in the M Night Shyamalan show too? What's the show? Whatever the one is that people on they Apple say is TV. pretty good. Is it? Yeah, it's, uh, it starts with an S, right? Is it? I'm, I don't watch it. I'm not familiar with it, but. I know he's got one on Apple TV, but I don't watch it. Okay. So yeah, apparently it's bonkers, and people are saying it's really good, and I think that he's in that, so he probably pulled him over from, Interesting. from that. So yeah. that, to me, was what I thought the twist was going to be, is that they're basically the four horsemen of the apocalypse. That's who they are, which um, the book never says. When they all that's come the walking... Twist, if there is anything, or like the reveal to me was like, oh, okay, that's interesting. When they all come walking in, and I was like, one, two, three, four. I declare a thumb war. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> Five, six, seven, eight. That's it. You just have to. If they would have just beat them in thumb war, they would leave. It would have been it. Yeah. So Redman dies. He's he's sacrificed first. And while the two dads are tied to these chairs, Eric says, "That's the guy. Like that's the guy that bashed my brains in." The book never tells you if it is or not. But does he say that? Like he makes that declaration? Well, we never find out. Andrew is is convinced it's the guy from from the bar that assaults him. Eric kind of waffles. But the book never declares whether or not it actually is. Okay. See, and that's I think that's better again too because Agreed. it messes with your head. Well, and you I almost feel like things. there was a version of this film where maybe they didn't because 
because those scenes that they show you, like they they shoot them in such a way that, that you, you never maybe. get a good look at them. And so I thought, oh, they're not going to reveal that whether or not he is right, right? Because especially well, at the beginning, the first forty five minutes of this book, again, you, I mean, it's almost the dialogue is almost yeah, I was, verbatim. As I was listening to it, yeah, I was like, oh yeah, it's, it's yeah. exactly the same. But I will like. So what I thought was going to happen is all of these people start revealing their their jobs. Right. And I was like, so we get to Redman, who is the guy who assaulted Eric, Andrew, Andrew in the bar. But the Dave Batista says, well, I'm a second grade teacher, but I am also a bartender. And I was like, okay, like they're all connected. So Sabrina works as a nurse. And I was like, okay, so. Batista Did was she behind patch up Andrew. Well, Batista's behind like the lost. bar. Kind of, right? Yeah. So Batista's behind the bar. Yeah. Redmond or oh No, that would have that was, could there's a version where that could have been kind but of But I couldn't figure out yeah. Adrian. Yeah. Like, what did she do? Oh, she's but a she was like at a Mexican restaurant. Yeah, she yeah. was kind of all over the place. So I'm like, maybe she was just in the bar. I don't right. know. But I was like, there's your twist. Could have been a restaurant slash bar. Could have been. Yeah. But that's what I was like, okay, they're all they were all there that night. When, yeah. when Andrew got attacked. But no. Yeah, but see, that's I, think, <laughs> I so I think that's the thing is where like the movie kind of half does things like that where I think if they were all connected, that would mess with your head more because you'd be right. like, well then right. are they just there because they all like are they in on it and it isn't the end of the world thing? Or, or were they pulled together or because it, is everybody in this situation supposed to be at this one place at this one time together? Right. So we've yeah. already had this they've already had this interaction at this bar a couple of years ago. And now here we are we're back at this cabin and the same group of people are back together again. Yeah. For whatever reason. Like yeah. lost. It like just lost. seems like there's something <laughs> yeah. they could have explored in either direction to where, well, if you're gonna do it, maybe explore that more and then it would mess with you a little more. I don't know. So like it was just weird stuff like that with reveals where you're like, why? Because like Redmond being there being O'Bannon is his real name. And, and when they give us that reveal, then I guess you're just like, well, then was there anything to that? Because they never well, explore I think it further. I, to me, that's Andrew. That's leaning towards Andrew's case where he's like, these people are insane. Like, it's the same guy that just beat my ass at a bar. Like, of yeah. course, you know, and well, they, not just it's been I guess it's been like a year. Or I so, think it's been longer than that. I guess that's true. They didn't have when. Yeah. What, so she's and so it was like seven she, years and ago. she's about to turn eight right and it looks like they adopted her when she was four or five months old yeah i think that's fair yeah to, to me it but to me it feels kind of like cheating in a way because it's just a red herring where it's like of all the seven billion people in the world if you're going to send the four horsemen yeah. to do this why choose the one guy that has a connection out of seven billion right so it's just there to throw you off yeah and to yeah me, that which is why like cheat it worked better when they never answered the question Ex- exactly you know? so i think that Shyamalan wanted to provide too many answers and maybe he was trying to go anti-twist or anti-reveal or whatever for whatever reason but i think i got your twist there is no twist yeah i think providing these answers they kind of messed up what it sounds like the book had going for it which was you had to decide yeah no i don't i don't disagree with that there's definitely a especially in this age of conspiracy nut jobs sure like i i don't know that i can really sign off on a movie where <laughs> the answer is oh the conspiracy nutjobs were right the whole time like that's not as cute of a story as it used to be there's right? a great line line read from redmond and leonard and andrew where somebody mentions a message yeah board. and he's like they met on a message board <laughs> yeah goes, but he's like a message board yeah. and you know that's trying to say it 
Yeah, it does set them up to be crazy. And that's why what I was saying earlier was I, if they would have just, if they went the other direction, I think it would have been better than saying, oh, this is real. I would be better off with them saying, oh, and none of it's real. And then they have to like, the remaining ones have to cope with like, what have I done? Cause I, yeah, making them win, making it be like, well, yeah, these conspiracy people were right. I'm just like, what is the message with sen- saying that? It feels weird. It's, t- I, I, I don't think that you're wrong. The end of the world is it's real, kind of, it's, and it's these, the, these people that did crazy things and abducted whatever, like, they were right. So it's the, like, it's the Travis Bickle Joker issue, yeah. right? Like, it's the same thing that we talked about last week, where it's like, you have now given credence to... Crazy. Crazy. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, now in this one, they're not crazy. Like, it's yeah. actually happening. That leaves me with a bad taste in my mouth. Like, That's fair. Again, That's like, fair. Yeah. I think, I mean, especially given, you know, we talked about last week, where it's like, yeah, those guys aren't the good guys. <laughs> yeah they're definitely the bad guys and yeah you shouldn't and, be rooting for them and so i guess we should say though it is interesting how it unfolds in that they're trying to be very polite that's true you right like they're like they're the nicest home invaders you will ever <laughs> except encounter. for leonard right no leonard's really nice Oh, Leonard's oh no, I'm sorry, not Leonard. Nice, yeah. uh, Redmond. Redmond. Like, but ev- I think even by Redmond's standards, he was being pretty nice. That's true, right? And so, like, they, you know, and and I do think the movie's trying to say, and I think the book does too. If he is the same character, if he is O'Bannon, that is he a great guy? No. Is he what he was at the time Seven years ago of of the incident in the bar? No. Right. Like he has moved on from that, but he's still kind of an idiot. rough around the edges yeah yeah yeah, yeah. but yeah they're, they're exceedingly polite and and that's leonard's strategy leonard is like if we if we go in playing tough guys then they're not going to want to listen they're not going to listen to us and also you can't bully them into making a choice because one of the things is they have to do it willingly so you can't say you know you can't put a gun to win's head and say if you don't pick somebody we're going to kill her Right. Sure, right. And, sure, sure, sure. In which case they would pick somebody, but it's not willing. So yeah, like they, it's not so they have to convince them that they're telling the truth. The show that M Night Shyamalan produces on Apple is called Servant. Okay, and it's got four seasons. It's supposedly crazy and really good, but I I just haven't had a chance to check it out. But Rupert Grint is in that as well. Okay, so yeah, so we should say that this movie opens with Wynn catching grasshoppers, grasshoppers. Yeah. and she's doing her thing, and again. Like she sees Dave Batista off in the distance in the woods. Yeah. And it's like, oh boy, that's not good. But he does the way he approaches it is he's very you know, he's, he says that he's a second we find out that he's a second grade teacher, so he has this voice and the his cadence I thought was a little weird and I was like, Is he an alien? Like what are we <laughs> it was just the way he talked to her was like yeah. a very She says, I know this and threw water on him and <laughs> yeah, he was right. fine. I've seen this movie. Yeah. It's um, the shortest Shyamalan movie. That's, yeah, right. He kind of, you know, earns her trust and they catch grasshoppers together. And he was like, look, you're going to have to talk to your dads. And I do like that as soon as he figures out that it's a same sex couple, he was like, like, I swear, I swear this was not like this is not a hate crime. Like, I didn't plan this like a hate crime. Right. And of course, her dads are like, this is a hate crime. Like, you know, it's, it's exactly what it is. So when is a very precocious i guess isn't the right word but she's very smart yeah. about everything yeah because so she's, she's catching grasshoppers she's logging them yeah she's like naming like, <laughs> them and like she's tracking like 
energy level correct and, colors yeah. and all you know yeah. i don't know how she could tell one's a boy and one's a girl but i, I she's don't know. smart enough to figure that yeah. out looked under their skirt that's right they she picked up their thorax she looked at their ass hopper <laughs> <laughs> that's oh man that's a t-shirt <laughs> uh so she runs i don't ins- think that's a t-shirt we're making damn it uh <laughs> She runs inside and then she sees her dad's and they she's like, look, lock all the windows. And I think do they look outside and they see Dave Batista. Yeah. And everybody else is kind of like walking towards the cabin. I think that's right. Because then they start. Yeah. Like they never the- actually see them. They He knocks on the door and they can hear him. And then they hear is them all right? talking, which makes it creepier because you don't see them. You just hear I, them. I really then- liked the audio. It's great yeah. that they use on Batista's voice when he's outside of the cabin. Like it comes from like behind you and to the left. Yes. And mm-hmm. it's just, it was very like I really think filmmakers don't use sound enough in movies that way or use it's so underappreciated yes. setup is going to be sound mixing yeah. is yeah. so important but but because they're moving around the cabin they're starting to surround it because they're batista leonard is trying the nice guy thing but they're basically like we want to do this the easy way and then if not like we're coming in and so they all start surrounding and they're getting for they're going around more and more and they'll finally like one is at every corner he goes through the basement and which is when uh, he just you know, bulldozes that door i was like that's yep I think that may, have been, that may have been a real door. And Batista <laughs> said, no, thank yeah. you. I do also appreciate that these two dads kick the out of these people. Like, they, they're, everybody's normal. Like, there's yeah. no supernatural element to these. Like, they're well, not they explain other it than, too, which is great. Other than, yes, correct. <laughs> but, like, they don't have super strength. They right. don't have, you know, you know. But they explain it. Andrew is able to do that because of his attack. And right. he got strong. And he learned he how to, to fight. gym. He got a gun, and so to protect himself and protect his family. So I do like that at least if you're like, wait a minute, these guys with weapons and they seem really intimidating, like at least explain why Andrew's able to fend them off without a weapon. And it's yeah. like, okay, but he's been training. Right. And he, yeah. I do like the, the line where he's like, man, I haven't been beat up like that since my dad hit me. I was yeah. like, oh, okay, well, that's <laughs> he's trouble. What's yeah. going on there? Yeah. But our family is is overwhelmed and they're tied to a chair. And this is where Leonard says, he's like, look, this this world is ending. Like it's, but you have a choice and your choice is you have to choose one of one of you from your family has to die at the hands of another member of the family. Like Jonathan Groff can't shoot himself in the face, right? No suicide, no suicide, no picking somebody else against their will. Correct. Yeah. You have to choose who's going to die. And if you don't choose, we're going to unleash four plagues. And not only do you have to pick, but then you have to do it. Right. Right. Like you, yeah, I choose you, but I'm not, no, no. Yeah. You can't say, well, we all pick, Andrew, but right. and then Andrew kills himself. It's like you all have to pick Andrew, and Andrew has to agree, and right. then someone else in your family has to kill them. Correct. And do they say families have been doing this for ages or something? Do I, they mention that? I don't think so, but I but like thought, no. I think they say it later. Oh, that they, it, they okay. say like this has been going on for mm-hmm. generations. I kind of thought that these four people were the survivors of other. Oh, that tests. would be interesting. Other See, tests. I, I mean, I don't. I don't. I can see that why that would have been a theory, but I don't think that that's yeah. true because they're, they're also mystified as to why they're there. Right. Mm-hmm. So if they had gone through a test, I guess that's true. They'd been like, oh, no, this happens. Yeah. I, I did it. I was thinking of like the way Batista is acting. I was like, man, he's maybe it was I, maybe I'm it's not just they've just been Rudy. getting these visions. Yeah. It's also red and flag. You'll be <laughs> very disappointed to learn they left this out. The first scene where the, the tsunami hits. Yes. When it hits America the reason that they recognize it from the vision is because it's the rock from the Goonies. Are you serious? Yes. 
<laughs> She's like, it's Goonies Rock. In my vision, it was Goonies Rock, and now oh the water is getting hilarious. Goonies Rock. That's hilarious. That that's oh yeah. man, that's really good. And so they like, and every time you say no, that you will not make a sacrifice, then we're going to release one of these plagues. So they, of course, they're both like, no, like we're not right. making this choice. And the, so you're the first, crazy town, yeah, right. We are not doing that. So the first one is Redmond, yeah, and he plays it. He plays it insanely well. Where yeah. it's like, look, I know I have to do this. I don't want to do this. And I thought the way it's filmed, where he pulls the the Rorschach mask like out yeah. of his back pocket and pulls this white mask over his head, and I was like, oh, this is gonna be bad. Yeah. Anytime somebody's wearing white in a somewhat scary movie, yeah. that's gonna get covered in blood. Uh, that was creepy. I liked the imagery there. It was very uncomfortable. Right. And so all three. Oh, I guess it's Adrian and Sabrina bludgeon him to death yeah. with their makeshift weapons and then uh leonard comes up after they're done and hacks him in the face yeah i think they all have to take part. do something yeah uh it's very ritualistic too like joe said they almost go into a trance where they're like walking crisscrossing behind the chair right right or you know like they're it's just it's very interesting to see how they all have this thing when they were kind of thrown into this so it's like something took over they wouldn't have rehearsed this they wouldn't have known how they were going to do this ritual but it seems like they've been taken over yes and then of course as soon as it's over they all snap back and none of them are happy about what has happened yeah um and then leonard says you know turn on the tv and we see this is the the, the earthquake earthquake which then triggers a tsunami and i also kind of like that the first one they're like oh it's not so bad yeah (laughs) and leonard's like hold on a second yeah, and then the second one hits. Yeah, because I I I wish I didn't kick, kick, cut this out because in the book Andrew even mocks them because they cut to Hawaii oh, really? and they're like, oh, luckily our advanced warning system and all yes, we were able to yeah. evacuate the hotel and and Andrew's just like that's your that's your apocalypse <laughs> that's what you got. He's like some, some Hawaiian vacations got disrupted. Yeah. Oh like, boy. Yeah. And then I, do yeah, like, I thought that just, was weird. I, do you think that was on purpose that they made it so no one got killed in that one? Because I'm like, well, why did they? I think it was I a head fake. Yeah, I think it was a head. I fake. think it's a head fake for the viewer or reader that you start off by going like, okay, so it's going to ramp up. This isn't so bad. And then all of a sudden it's like, oh no, it's it's you know like this is your warning shot. It's going to get way worse and because now, then the next one kicks in. Is it off Portland? Yeah, is it's like where, Portland. Yeah, like yeah. Oregon. Yeah, and and I thought that scene was super intense. Like you've got people on a beach and they're looking out over the beach, and all of a sudden, like it's, the wave is just off in the distance. Yeah, and then it gets getting closer and closer, and then I don't know how the cell phone footage made it to us. Since also they were a good clearly consumed by <laughs> I don't the wave. Know either that's but, also uh, a valid very point. high definition. Yeah, live it's, uh, yeah it definitely got that. into the, the cloud. Cloud, <laughs> cloud captured it quick, <laughs> and, then, and then their loved ones were immediately like, "We need to send this sell to it. CNN, <laughs> TMZ, sell it, sell yeah, it immediately." You know, how we'll pay for the funeral. It's right. And but and even because of this, both both dads are like, no, like that's it. You know, yeah. This is ridiculous. Like it's it's a happenstance. So then the second time comes around and it's Adrian and she gives a hell of a performance here where you're like even as the viewer, you're like, yeah, maybe maybe she's you know, I can I can I keep seeing the vision of my son burning alive and holding his body as it melts. And I was like, God, dang. She's we, pleading with him trying maybe to just kill one, pick one. Yeah. Don't trying to, to connect with their humanity, though. It's like I've got a kid. And so I wouldn't be doing this with a kid because if I die, he's an orphan. And then right. she says he's going to her vision, say he's going to be killed, too. But like she's like, I don't want this. And so she tries to reach Andrew on that level. And he's just not buying. And it. they both balk again. Both both dads balk. And she 
lets it happen and there's a plague there's a ba- i mean it's a little on the nose <laughs> for 2023 and the book but- was the book was written in 2018 so You're, they didn't know. They, yeah, it predates. <laughs> yeah, right. so, well, it came out in 2018, so it was probably written in Even 2016, before, yeah, 2017, that, right? Yeah. And yeah. it's a, it's a plague. Like it's it's basically COVID times billion. It's like it's, supposed to be like the bird flu or something, something a like variation that. On yeah, that? yeah. But it's and it's only targeting kids. From yeah, what it looked like it's it, only children. Yeah. And I d- initially when I saw when you see the first one, I was like, well, it's pretty centralized in the united states that seems a little weird yeah. but then this one is like you've got some in south america you've got some in europe you've got some well in the, the united states the earthquake wasn't really because it was hawaii which is yes the united states sure. but geographically <laughs> right right it's not really but i was like it's a little on the nose that the the second one <laughs> it's the united states yeah so i'm like you gotta spread this out man like it's yeah. not just um it's the only way you're going to get Americans to care. That's true. Right? Yeah, like, we got to attack I, out of it. I think the people orchestrating the apocalypse were like, "Look, if these if this plague <laughs> hits Uganda, they're, they're not going to care. If this plague hits Florida, they're still not going to care. Yeah. You got to go somewhere up. <laughs> they the might East not be Coast. able to tell. That's also in, true in their defense. <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> Sorry for our Floridian listeners. Yes. Now we've reached a point where even Andrew is like, okay, maybe. Maybe maybe there's something, but he is super skeptical. He's like right. he's looking at his watch the entire time. Like that's not a live, like you said, that's not a live uh, feed. And they're they're fighting. Basically, they say like we're gonna go to sleep, and in the morning this is it. Like you have to make a choice. You know what sucks is that they kind of. I mean, again, I think this is kind of another red herring. But the news networks are like C C X to media org you know like if they would have used cnn or something i think it would have been a lot harder if wolf blitzer was like yeah the coasts are getting attacked but they do these rando networks to where of course they're going to question because they're like what right. is this weird channel why Did are you, you make watching this up? you know america you know, first they would have used right. a real why is that why is that mike lindell guy on there i don't believe that yeah and i i just chalked that up too they didn't want to license known yeah. networks and so i just assumed but he's always kept his budget super low yeah that's also true like his budgets have always been yeah so i just chalked it up and i also know cnn they've loosened up recently but for a while they went on a kick where they would not agree to do anything like that anymore oh really they felt like it was hurting their journalistic credibility yeah. and the, the they first, do it all the time now jurassic world they're talking to cnn the first time i remember seeing that really come back was in mission impossible something or other yeah. and the one where it's wolf blitzer Right. Oh, sure. And and I remember at the time even thinking it took kind of took me out of the movie because I was like, I thought CNN didn't do this anymore. And and they and then here they are doing it. And then I think kind of how they got them over the hump is then it ends up being it wasn't really CNN and Wolf Blitzer because it was wasn't supposed to be like Tom Cruise and their Wolf Blitzer. Yes. Yes. They do. And so I think that was kind of they're like, oh, but then it won't really be CNN. And I think they were kind of like, well, maybe that's okay. (laughs) Anderson (laughs) Cooper shows up in a lot of movies he does yeah. he shows up and i think rachel maddow pops up every once in but a that, while as that's well. msnbc sure at this point both of our dads are fighting to get out of their restraints because they're both tied to these chairs eric is trying to cut his bonds yeah because when when kind of slips him a knife yeah and, and he says do the thing that you did on thanksgiving yeah when i give so you that, the nod yeah you go ahead and do that yeah. thing you did on thanksgiving and she was like okay uh and gives her the nod and of course she throws a tantrum and Which I'd, works perfectly because yeah. Batista has turned off her cartoons, right. and then apparently the thing on Thanksgiving was, I want to watch my cartoons, so that worked out well. It's funny because that's for the movie. In the book, the distraction, it's accidental. 
and, oh, really? and Andrew just seizes a moment and mm. makes a break for it while they're like it's not purposeful. At least I don't remember okay. it being that way. And I do like that she just loses her mind. And I do yeah. like that Leonard being a teacher, he's like, let's take a breath. Right. Let's do this. Yeah. And of course Andrew tears off out and um Sabrina realizes that he's gone and they get into a tussle and she's got like a it's almost like a hammer, like a like yeah. They have hammer these with like, a like weapons they made, and yeah. that they, they they go on about them a lot in the book about how they have these homemade weapons where it's like. But they were told to make them those certain. Yeah, way. and it was like a shovel head hanging from a chain at the end of a stick. Like it was like they're really weird. Yeah, looking. they're creepy this, weapons. Yeah. We this one for characters. The, yeah, the one that Sabrina has looks legit. Yeah, like it's a hammer with a spike on the end of it man. and when it's digging into his leg oh man like, oh. yeah first she takes the swing and hits him in the knee and as a guy that has had knee issues that one hurt and i was like yeah. oh scariest part of the scariest movie, part of the yeah. movie is like trying, yeah <laughs> but then yeah she he's so andrew gets into the car and is trying to load also i know i get it like What's the point of keeping it what unloaded? What is the point the of keeping it unloaded oh, in I'm the in safe? Oh, I'm in a dangerous situation. Let me one by one load the bullets <laughs> that, in the magazine. Like I'm watching that. Magazine, and I was like, oh, God, you stupid You keep the idiot. magazine separate but loaded, right? Like full. Yeah, you have a full just, magazine, and then you put it in the gun, and you rack so around, and you're good I, to go. But while he's I mean, like I'm trying not, to like load rounds, it's like, God yeah. dang it! I'm all for safety, but like that makes no sense because in that situation, that's exactly what's going to happen if you don't have it ready. Right? What's the point? What's the point? I will say that I do like that he doesn't want to shoot her. He yeah. just fires a warning shot, and she's like, got it. Like, you you win, bud. Yeah. And just takes off and just runs away. And I was like, what? Okay, that's weird. So, yeah, Andrew goes back inside. This is where they, they put Batista into the into the bathroom. They all do a really good job. The actors, the four actors that are the horsemen, they all do a really good job of conveying they don't want to do this. Yeah. Like yeah, if you're no, questioning, is this real? Are they a crazy cult? Whatever. Like you do get from their performances that they are struggling and they don't want to and they hate this, but you also believe they they do feel that it's real themselves. Like you get that they've had these visions, they believe it, they don't want to do it, but they know because they're all having the same visions. Right. They said they're all dressed the way that they were dressed when they met up with one another without orchestrating. But like in the, they all in the, showed up in the books they say they're all kind of dressed similar. They're wearing the same jeans and shirts, jeans and a button up shirt, but all the shirts are different colors. Right. Like yeah. the four horsemen. Yeah. Of apocalypse. Yeah. I, well, I, I figured those I were didn't the know ones. where they shopped. So. <laughs> I thought it was the four horsemen of Des Moines. So oh, I appreciate the clarification. You're yes. Yeah. 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 Of Montana. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I thought it was the four horsemen of the WCW. Hey, now. <laughs> Let's talk about it. Oh, why would you do that, Kevin? <laughs> I'm so sorry. I just can't believe he didn't bring it up. I'm I like, wasn't going to. over there. Don't worry. Oh. I've been thinking it the whole time, but okay, I didn't good. say I'm it. I'm glad you can relax yeah. now. <laughs> Thank you. So Leonard, they put Leonard in the bathroom and they hear a window smash and they, I do like where they're, both the dads are oh, like, oh, no, you go look. No, you go I look. Love, okay. <laughs> Thank God that he didn't jump out that window. I did think like, the same thing. Yeah. The there's no way. I know. When they showed the window, I was like, well, there's no way he went out there's that no window. No way. Like <laughs> instantly would have lost all credibility if he jumped <laughs> like, out that I window. I don't know that when could get out that Yeah. Window. That was, uh, <laughs> that's the, uh, that's the Winnie the Pooh window I, right I, there. Yeah. yeah. I, <laughs> Yeah, he should have been stuck in it. <laughs> like kicking his legs. <laughs> but ah. I think that's why Andrew then looked at the curtain because he's like, ain't no way. Right. Yeah. And I yeah. play they play that really well where he where <laughs> where Andrew fires around into the curtain and there's no movement. And then out of nowhere, Batista, like the Hulk of a man that he is, charges through the through the, the curtain and like attacks him and you know, at this point I think Sabrina has been also been shot. She came like barreling through the back 
the back door. Yeah, he's the last time in the bathroom right. when he is the last one left. Correct. So Leonard but is because, the only one left at this point. But because Sabrina has died, they've they've denied. It's kind of a it's the Jesus allegory, right? Where I think it's Paul. I think Paul denies knowing Jesus like three times mm. in the in the Bible. Um, You're asking the wrong person. I am. Yeah, the the other Tom guy to that I need Tom to come back from the bathroom. I'm pretty sure that's right. I'm pretty sure. Yes, I'm pretty sure that's right. Or Peter. Maybe it's Peter. <laughs> Mary, Peter, Paul. No, it's Mary. Peter, Paul, Luke, and John. Like that's the. Never mind. Kevin. Oh, the Beatles. Uh, <laughs> yes, the Beatles. <laughs> that's exactly right. Got it. Perfect. And Ringo. Yeah, Ringo. The, Ringo that's, wasn't that's, one of that. That's the, the book. book that's Ringo? the book they don't talk about. Is the Ringo oh, book? Yeah, the, 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 the book yes, exactly. Ringo. Yeah, that's okay. right. God, we are whoa. Which apostle denied Jesus three times? Peter? I think it was Peter. Okay. But that's kind of what we're doing here, right? They're denied three times. And then on the finally, Leonard is like, he sits down. He's like, I would like to go on the deck for this next part. Oh, okay. So because they've killed Sabrina, now all of these planes are just dropping out of the air. And I yeah. was like, God, that is also terrifying. Oh, yeah. So I was curious. Planes but, but are hers crashing. didn't count, though, because she got shot instead of sacrificed. No, I mean, because Leonard hits her with his axy thing. Because that's when the planes start crashing. That's what I was curious. Was it too like late? You know, like so hers did go through because yes. even though she got shot by Andrew, he did his last little ritual thing. But he said, him. I think, I think at one point, Dave but Leonard says, "Do you, do you, will you make a choice?" And they both say no, and then all the yeah. planes start crashing. Um, and that's there's a it's a pretty slick scene where, you know the the. This whole thing takes place in the woods in this cabin. Cabin but, in the woods. That's right. Evil Dead baby. But like there's a one shot I think like it's it's coming it's 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 angled upwards and you see above like Leonard's shoulder and you just see a plane, just a plane like, falling, falling out of the air. Yeah. Like, God, that's a that's a good shot. Yeah. It's a good looking and movie. That, it is. It's a really that, good looking movie. And that scene by Batista, that's one take. They hey, don't man. cut at all when he's sitting in the rocking chair. And they zoom, and they're getting closer and closer to him. He's giving an entire monologue, and then it eventually zooms into where you don't see his head, but you see his neck. But and what his color? Chest. What color is that shirt, Kevin? Yeah, <laughs> white. Was it white? Yeah, yeah it was yeah. white. So they could do the blood on the shirt. But I, but I like, I like that they did. I mean, all in one take, and to his acting credit, like we said before, he, I'm telling you, really man. Like I, I do. I think he's the, one of the most versatile. I think he is the most versatile wrestler turned actor and that's not an easy transition to make here no. hulk hogan right no <laughs> hulk, if you think if you think the rock has a shtick hogan's got one just as bad to the point where he shows up as himself in movies like i was watching right. uh, it was gremlins 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 2 gremlins. i think it's two i think it's yeah maybe it is gremlins 2 when he just shows up in the theater like yeah. whoa. so now they realize that like this is real and eric has you know this entire time he's like i thought i saw something with the light and they do kind of play up the the key super concussed and the, they're trying to get the light out of his eyes i, I will say would have made that more obvious because that's in the book too right i read that he sees they, something in yeah the mirror, they, they the lighter yeah because like the the way they show it in the movie like it really just it looks, looks like it's, light. it's the way the light hits it yeah. i'm just i just thought like jj abrams was the dp right so i didn't get that from watching the movie and i'm like i wish they would have showed us something a little more mysterious book he says he actually saw like a a figure a figure uh, like you know like like some sort of humanoid figure angel of death appearing in that moment and the movie was a hidden figure yes and so now i think this is another really powerful performance from both of these actors where they're face to face 
the, they have. Well, a, they send Win off first. That's they, true. They're yeah. like, hey, go put your go put and your earbuds is, in. Yeah, <laughs> hide in the tree. Dad, Dan, and Dan, gotta have a talk. Um, I did like the this whole scene, like from here forward with the you know the their interactions and the emotional stuff with Win and everything. I thought it was really well handled. Uh, no, I think and these two guys. I mean, I've I've found Jonathan Goff to be a little stiff. The the voice he does for Kristoff, I think, is great. But when he was on Mindhunter, there was just yeah. something missing. And maybe that was mm. the way he was playing that character. Like, maybe that character is supposed to be that way. Did you like him in The Matrix Resurrection? I sure <laughs> didn't. I don't think I liked anybody in that movie. <laughs> but there is a, there's a levity, not a levity, but a lightness to him in this when he is able to play a gay man. And I think Kristoff is not. And the guy from Mindhunter is definitely not. Yeah. So there's just kind of like a, when he's able to be himself in this role, there's a, there's a, a personality that comes through, I think more so than I've seen him before. But this scene where these two, the, these two, the, the husbands are, are looking at each other and they realize that we, they've got to make a choice and we know who it's going to be. Right. Like in my brain, I was like, I know what we're going to do. And it's it's Eric trying to convince Andrews like look I'm okay like yeah. I'm okay with this and if it saves you and it saves her and I've seen I've seen the future with her and she's gonna have her own law firm and you guys are gonna she's gonna be great she's gonna have a partner that was really sweet yeah yeah and, and you like get and, and I do also we didn't really touch on them but there's some punch of some flashbacks in in this movie of yeah like the I think it's Andrew's parents coming to see me you know he's like they stayed for forty five seven hour drive they stayed for forty five minutes saying that Andrew was Eric's brother-in-law. It's, like, that's even sadder in the book. Because, oh, really? Because in the book, I forget, was it Andrew's parents that come? I think so. It's, it's Andrew's parents that drive seven hours to stay for 45 minutes, and Andrew's like, hey, that went really well. <laughs> <laughs> like, and Eric's like, no, that was awful. No, it sure, it sure didn't. Yeah, like, and so it's like, it's even sadder, because in the moment, and Andrew's like, Hey, that that's a that is a win, right? You know, right? No, that's a win. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and that's what they decide is that there's a, there's a moment where the they pull back and you can't really you hear the gun go off. Yeah, but then you see Jonathan Goff's body. See, I thought it was going to end like that. That's how I would have ended the movie. I would have ended the movie with the gun going off, with them not telling you credits and yeah, or if it worked, or if it worked, yeah, and because I although the movie at this point has already. I think convinced you that this is real. Yeah. I think hundred percent. I think the moment where like, you're like, okay, this, the movie is telling me this is real and it's a cool scene, even though I wish they, they didn't answer the question, but it's when, but Leonard is speaking in sync. Oh, with the TV live television. Yeah. So he's saying what the newscaster is saying while she's saying it and it's live TV. Yeah. And like, and you're just, and like, it's really cool the way that scene plays out. But I was also just like, oh, you're answering the question. We just confirmed it. Right. Right. Because I'm like, there's no other way he could do that. I do like that. Even in that moment, Andrew's like, I, you know, I don't believe you. Yeah. And Leonard just like, you don't believe that. Yeah. Like, he's just like, you don't even believe what you're saying. But you know what, though? I mean, if you really think about it, though, there's there's still thinking before that point that it's orchestrated and you pre-record this. I mean, you say it's live TV, but they could still put a clip on there and pretend it's live TV. I just I mean, at that point, though, you're really bending over backwards to 
to sure. not believe because it's like that's a breaking news story. She's reporting on As multiple airplanes falling out of the sky. Like that's <laughs> As we see them in the sky. Yeah, falling. like that's not like you know a, a news story that's been on. You know, if it's a COVID report, right? Like they could have gotten a COVID report from three days prior and right. somehow pumped it in. And because how much did the COVID news really change from day to day? But like thing. planes falling out of the sky, like that's well. And and I you I think you have to have the plane in the background falling to verify it because right. again you can still orchestrate it. And we don't know this news. If it was CNN or something, I'd go oh, okay. Well, planes yeah. falling out of the sky, real people you know, like they didn't make that up. Well, but with I, them, I see. I I don't get as hung up on the network aspect of it. Because you have Andrew who's picking everything apart, right? Right. And mm-hmm. so if Andrew was picking it apart, I think he'd be saying yeah. what you're saying, which is like, yeah. what the hell station are you even on? And True. so I, I, I just chalk that up to they're yeah. using a fictional news source for this movie, but it's right. it, within the context of this world. It's a real and reputable news organization. Right. right. But when you see the plane fall in the background, right. you know, like, well, it says planes fall, then it's like, okay, because that just doesn't happen. And to happen for sure. right behind you, yeah. that's what really solidifies it. But right. the whole, again, the whole movie, I don't think there was really that much question. Like, I felt like these things were happening. You know, they, I they think in the beginning, you, with the tsunami, you're like, oh, maybe. But, you know, yeah. by the time know. you get to but the I, dead kids, you're like, especially because, well, like, there's always something bad on the news, right? Right. Mm-hmm. Like you could always turn on the news and find a tragedy somewhere. Sure, and of so, course that's what that's what sells, baby. Right. But it, when he says it's going to happen, and you turn it on, and it happens that second, though, I just think from the very beginning, I there was nothing that made me not believe them. And when what happened was what he said would happen, but it didn't like, well, happen yeah, that second, right? It happened four, four hours, hours ago. Yeah, and. That is weird. Yeah, I couldn't quite figure that because, out. Because, you know, and, and that, and I feel like they spell this out a little bit better in the book, but they're like, okay, but when you're watching the news, it you're not, you're there reporting on something that by virtue of definition almost had to happen an hour or more ago right. in order for them to collect the footage, produce the piece, get it on the news. Like the, the, it wasn't a breaking news story. Right. Even if it is a breaking news story, yeah. like you, you typically you put it together. You yeah. still got to put it together. Like it's very rare that news is captured but, live in real time. Sure. So like nine eleven Redmond you watched happen in, in real so time. Crazy. But most did they kill Redmond four hours earlier though? It has to coincide with their sacrifice, so that's why I didn't quite it, get with the times. It didn't. Like, they killed Redmond, and then they turn on the TV, and he's like, aha, see? And and then Andrew, especially in the book, Andrew it really is really like, okay, but that happened hours ago. Yeah, like, right. You could have known that me, before then. you came into the cabin, and then... And then constructed your story around it. But why did it happen before they did the sacrifice thing, then, in their book rules? Why did... It get if didn't get triggered by his death. I mean, they never really say. Okay, yeah, yeah that but it just sounds like the book kind of leaves things open. Yeah, all yeah. around. Okay. But in, in I guess, way. but you also, if you think about it, that one didn't really hurt anybody. Oh, you know, and, oh. and then the other one happens, right? Yeah, that's so a bunch of dead that kids. makes sense. So they were kind of like already bad things were gearing up, but you right. had a chance to stop the deaths, right? And you didn't. Okay, so so yeah, so Eric. Andrew, you know, climbs up into the clubhouse. Another heartbreaking scene where 
Wynn takes her headphones off and she's like, did Daddy Eric make a choice? Right. And he doesn't really say anything, but we all know what happened. Yeah, that's heartbreak. So did, did Daddy Eric save everybody? Yeah, that's right. That's right. Oh, it's like, like oh my gosh. That's yeah. So they get, you know, they go out, they find the truck, they drive to the local restaurant. Hey, and now on the upside, your Father's Day budget just got cut in <laughs> half. That's <Wow>. right. <laughs> <laughs> look, look at this as a win, will you? Right. Uh, it is a win. Oh, yeah. Man, it's a win. It's a win win. <laughs> yeah. Um, so they go to this diner. Oh, and- but they should say when he before they go to the diner, they go into the truck and all the people are who they said they were. Yes. Yeah. So kind of Andrew's kind of so like- here's and I don't know if this is a hint or just a mm-hmm. plot hole when everyone's who they say they were. Right. Mm-hmm. How do they confirm Leonard's character? Do you remember? They show up picture of a basketball team team, no that's a team that's a picture he had in the truck how do they confirm it oh i don't know he had Hmm. there's a a certificate that's signed by all the kids in his class yes right yeah and it says intramural champions it's like the but he said those kids were really bad he said those kids were really bad make of that what you will interesting okay okay is intramural like not official where they just do it but if you're the champions like that means you oh. had to win. Yeah. And he said that they were like three and eight. Yeah, he said the one team was five and six and the other was three and eight. He, yeah. Because he's saying he teaches trouble kids and they're not good, but like he's helping them. Right. And then yeah. he's got a certificate that says intramural champs. And so like oh. even okay, even if he's not telling the truth, what difference does it make? You, how do you explain Clearly the, the, apoco- <laughs> yeah. the apocalypse part was true at this point. That's been verified by That's a third what I'm party. I would like but, the ending where they were crazy and not right. And then you have to look at clues like that and be like, oh, my God, were they re-? like, I wish right. there was more of that left open where that was supposed to be an actual clue to make you scratch your head. Where now it sounds like it was just a, a weird prop that got past someone. Cause, yeah, right, right. Yeah, you know? for sure. Yeah. Uh, Okay. Oh, but but, yeah. uh, so so he, in the car though, but he sees like the the nurse's badge, the nurse's picture badge of the son, and, and all that. O'Bannon, go- all, yeah. who we know is O'Bannon because they already proved it with the license. Right. He has his janitor or whatever. He's a gas inspector. gas inspector. Gas Yeah, he's got his gas inspector. So like you know, that's giving Andrew confirmation. Like, okay, their story's checked out. You know, because here's all the stuff they hid, and it was the stuff they said. They weren't lying. Yeah, and they get to this diner, and of course, the news is like. And you see Bruce Willis. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Sitting there. He's like, yeah. Uh, yeah. can you read me my lines, please? Yeah. <laughs> what did I order again? Yeah. <laughs> there haven't had been any deaths in the in this hospital in the last like two hours or something or whatever. The planes have righted themselves somehow and the lightning strikes have stopped. So they realize that things are going to be OK. They get back in the car. And of course, there's this song that's playing. Um, that they all kind of loved as a family. You saw in the earlier scene that we talked about, like them just they, jamming out. I to like it, yeah. this a lot too. I like this the is a, this, is, this, this is I of, like I uh, like the scene where they get in the truck and it's the song. It's playing. a levity moment. Yeah, but it's not but turn kind it of, on, then uh, turn it off, yeah. turn it back on. Like, yeah, I like really it starts like and then she, and then wait and then he turns, he turns it, off, it off and then she turns it back on and then I think and she then he, turns it off yeah and then he turns it back yes, on and, and they then drive, they drive, yeah, away. drive away like th- there's so much said without saying anything yeah. because you're trying to like well yeah i don't you know this was our song so i don't want to remember it but then it's like but you know what We're, you do want to remember because it's a happy time like like if you're gonna not remember the happy times about about a loved one then how do you remember them? how do you yeah. remember them, right so, so like yeah that was a great back and forth moment with no dialogue. and that's where i get I conflicted really... about the ending of this movie as much as i wish they hadn't revealed whether or not any of this was true i do like 
this it's a really good ending kind of coda to the film yeah. and then them playing with the song in the truck and like it's it's really even though i don't like the choice they made sure I, I I do like how they executed the choice that I didn't like that they made. <laughs> I, I like the scene. Yeah. I just overall the movie it just left me with more questions and feeling kind of numb because Actually, I just left don't me with really fewer get... questions. That's, <laughs> that's the problem. The problem. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah, maybe that's what it is. Yeah, because I'm just like what was the point of the whole thing? Like it was very straightforward. Right. As straightforward as an apocalypse thing could be, but like these people said the apocalypse was coming. And it was coming, and everything they said happened did happen, and then and so now the these end, two just... are dumb for not listening in the first place. <laughs> right, 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 now, right. They, now they got all these people killed that could have been saved, and that's fine. I get it because that would be totally unrealistic. Be like, all right, well that sound that checks out. Let's kill someone. But then at the end of the day, you're just like, okay, so all the stuff they said happened happened. What did we actually learn from? It? I don't I don't know where the growth really is and for the characters. Oh, I think I think just... the growth is they're stronger as a family. They've had this traumatic experience and now they i don't think they're stronger without one of them i see i don't i, mean, I don't think that's true I, th- I think and eric andrew eric Andrew's eric alive eric is yeah. the one who made the sacrifice okay so andrew now has this thing that's gonna make him i i mean he's already a really good dad like they, they established that but it's just like you've got this you've got this n- another level of dedication to this kid like I have to be the best possible person I can for I this mean, kid, that's and fine, but he was already he a good dad. Lose, that's true, though. That's what I mean, I'm saying. He had like, to yeah, lose his partner yeah. and her father to do that. So that's why I'm like, I don't think that sacrifice comes across as some like, oh well, now he's really good. Okay, that's great, but also something really horrible happened. Sure, and sure. Yeah. I just don't really. I don't know. It didn't click into place for me, and I think leaving it open would make it more interesting, and their choices would be more interesting because you don't know if they were for. You know, all for not. So I don't know. It just it left me feeling a little. I didn't hate it, but it just. This is one of my know. favorite M Night movies. <laughs> really? Yeah. yeah. Like I mean, the bar's real low. Like you know, there's <laughs> and the, the law of averages are not in his favor. Right. But I just I think everything I you know wins performance. Everybody's. I think this is a very performance heavy movie. Yeah. And everybody. Sure. I think what makes a movie like this fun is when it doesn't answer the question, and then that's you, fair. And then you pick it apart looking for clues to try to determine an answer. Right. And it really robs you of that. It does. That's you know? true. It's like this is what ha- this is. Bop 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 bop. Yeah. Like it's, it's here's there, what's happening. It it it's very spelled out. Like yes. You, there is no doubt as to who was right and who was wrong, right. and and that takes away some of the the fun you have after watching a movie. That's like fair, this. especially considering it, it it's it spends the first hour kind of setting up. Is this real or is or isn't it? And you, so you think that's the game you're playing, and then it goes, oh, and it is. <laughs> it's, right. just, it's just too straightforward at the yeah. end of the day. That's the problem. Yeah. Is this just? I mean, they're just telling this kind of simplistic story. I know that sounds weird because it's about end of world and apocalypse and all that. But if you accept the premise that in this world or that that could happen and it's something people talk about, and then you're just seeing it play out, you're like, okay, well, what am I really right. struggling with? It's you know, yeah. Hmm. So in the book, the the way it ends up wrapping up just for listeners who want me to completely ruin the book for them, <laughs> is that Andrew and Eric, they, they go to the truck. If you'll remember when is dead They're they have her body with them. And then Sabrina, I think is who helps them escape. She kills herself right after helping them find the keys. And then there's this like storm that's raging. They keep talking about how purple the skies are. And it's, it, the storm is really like building and building. And they're basically just standing there hugging each other and they agree to not make a choice. Like they're just, hmm, they're going to ride out. Well, I mean, their kid's out. dead. So who cares? Yeah, I mean, they're kind of like what, like 
you know, who, like, care, who gives a f- what would either of us be left alive for, right. which is a little bit of a selfish logic to use in that moment. But I also get you just lost your child and there's a really weird effed up way. Yeah. And so you're just like, you know what? The whole world can burn. Don't care. Well, Screw it. And actually, I think I think Andrew so. kind of says that, right? Like yeah. in the movie at one point, he's like. F these people. Right. Like they don't like us. They don't they don't tolerate us. Like they don't why why do we care? Yeah. So he That's even has so, that level of anger. I do think that that does add a better message in the end, the way that he had it play out in film was that Andrew says all those things and Eric is like, no, that's not right. Yes, that's correct. Not right. you do, we don't say we lost one person, so let seven billion die. Like right. that's not a fair trade off. Yeah. And you know, you can't just live with hate in your heart. Like, yeah, these people are not nice. These people might attack us and hurt us and all that but like it's not everybody and the whole world doesn't deserve to die because of you know i just think because of one guy yeah they left it a little bit better morality and a better message than just let the world burn yeah sure well and i will say when they make that decision in the book like you still don't know if it's true or not Oh, right. right. Like the, the, the book never spoon feeds you an answer. And so when they're making this decision i mean i kind of look at it as like i'm not gonna risk killing someone because this crazy apocalyptic vision might be true sure. right that's Even a better that's a way better motive yeah. is them still not knowing and being like well screw that i'm yeah. not going to lose the last thing i have right that's a better way to look at it than oh this is still real but screw it let it burn you know because then you're like well yeah. that's you're that's not the right move, but not knowing that is more interesting. Yeah, because I think in the book, even the way they they spell it out is is they're like, well, what happens if they're wrong? And he's like, we'll go on together. And what happens if they're right? We'll go on together. Mm-hmm. Okay, and like that's kind of, and then that's how it ends. That's how it ends. So, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Which I like. I I think the better way to tweak the ending of this movie is take out the part where Batista's talking in sync with the newscaster yeah mm-hmm. and then just have it in with a gunshot as they're holding oh each i agree other yeah credits and never tell you which one got shot or if if one if one even made a choice right right like just you know just let it be just yeah. let it be yeah, let, let the top wobble and or just not wobble. like let it in like that even though i really like what comes after from a like it's it's well made and it's clever yeah i i don't like the choice it grows out told of. you yeah yeah knock so, at the cabin at the end of the woods knock at the cabin at the door <laughs> at the end of the woods and i think the reason they changed the title and i think they were right to change the title is cabin at the end of the world sounds very sci-fi it and i think people would sci-fi. show up yep. expecting a science mm. fiction movie where's the cloverfield monster and be disappointed right <laughs> that's so, a great right, right. title though it is a good title. At the, end of the world to me is a great title. It just sounds really cool. It is a good title, but I also think that I don't know that like it makes it. It's kind of a head fake of a title. Like it sounds yeah. like it's going to be sci-fi, but sure. it's really like literally the end of the world. But <laughs> but uh, yeah. I don't know that film goers would have no, appreciated it as much. Yeah. So the real mistake is they didn't play the REM song one time. <laughs> <laughs> that's not. That's the greatest thing they did in that movie. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Everybody hurts. Yeah, that one. Yeah, that's the one. They should have done all REM songs yes. for the whole yeah, soundtrack, right, right. except for except for the it's one the song. The world. Yeah. yeah. So uh, I guess that's for it for this one. Let's go around the table, and everyone can say where to find them. This is Joe. You can follow me on the Twitter at Joey Butts B U T T S twenty one. This is Kevin. Follow me on Twitter at Kevin R Brackett. And this is Tom. You can follow me on Twitter at Roger Kubert or on Facebook at facebook.com dot com slash Tom O'Keefe. You can find the show online. 
Facebook.com slash Real Spoilers. While you're there, like the page, join the group. And of course, don't forget our Patreon, Patreon.com slash Real Spoilers. So that's it for this one. Thanks for tuning in. And until next time, patience kills the director. Get ready for a spoiler. Won't say it twice because we all